Welcome to the Freaking Ridiculous Podcast, Episode 9. Crazy story that happened to me, and the most insane thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, where is it? Ah, the intro. Play it. Freaking what? Freaking ridiculous. Freaking ridiculous. Got it, Corey? Well, Corey, let's go for the win. That's freaking ridiculous. Welcome to the Freaking Ridiculous Podcast, Episode 9. Hopefully your week's been good. Hopefully today goes well, whenever you listen to this. Last week, I did the most insane thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm pretty proud of it, and I want to share it on here on the podcast. Anyways, I've been getting a lot of Fridays off from work and having a little time to... A lot of like long weekends, especially. But uh, the past week, I thought it'd be a good idea to... See if I can get on my paddleboard a, a little bit more before the end of summer, because it is September now. So I was wondering if I can get a couple more of these nice days. So I thought it'd be a good idea to go down a river for once instead of just like going to a normal lake where you can just loop around. But for a river, you got to kind of start at a point and end at a point. You can't go back to where you begun. So I did a little bit of research, going looking around what I could do around here. And I found this one river I could go down. I'd been on it before, just like really briefly. But anyways, I decided to go down the Saugeen River by myself on my paddleboard. I was looking online what type of routes you can take or the start points and the end points. And there's a total of like 15 or 18 access points you can go to. 18 being like the very end. And it's basically just right to, out to the lake. So I thought it'd be a good idea to go from access point 5 to access point 9. And that's basically just uh, to one town to another. So I would start in Walkerton and end up in Paisley. And I was looking at it like how long would this trip be? And I, I couldn't really put it in my head when I was looking at it. It was just saying, it was like, oh yeah, this is probably like a two-day trip. So that meaning just you probably have to tent out one day and then finish the other half of it, like half and a half throughout the day for like but I totally thought to myself since I've been on it just really briefly probably for like two hours just to one access point to, to another um, I could probably I could probably do in a whole day like maybe five or six hours maybe on the water even though like it was saying is it going to be like a 12 hour trip but I, I just believed believed in myself and I thought I could do it so ended up going I text my brother see if he would drop me off in Walkerton as I parked my, my car at the end point in Paisley. So I had that all down. I know where I'm going. So I'm pro- I'm starting access point five and going to nine. So as like me and my brother are driving to the point, I kind of doubted myself a little bit. And I was like, maybe I should start at like six and then go to nine. Just because from Walkerton to point or so Walkerton's access point five and six is like kind of halfway, I guess. It says it's like three and a half hours to get from five to six right away. I, I just didn't really believe a lot of like these numbers. They just didn't make any sense to me. Anyway, so I'm like, maybe I'll just go to six and start from there. Just because I haven't been on this river, this part of the river anyways, before. So we go to access point six and it's just like a bridge. And you just go under, you just walk down from the hill and then right to the water. And then you start from there. 
so we go there and found out it's like under construction the whole bridge so it's like kind of road closed so you can't even get over there so i guess i'm starting in walkerton now access point five so it's like we started we got things rolling around like eight or nine o'clock in the morning just that's like when we left our houses and all that stuff and went to walkerton and or started heading to paisley to drop off my car and stuff but anyways we get there it's 10 o'clock we get to walkerton and we were looking for like the access point there because it's not really a good spot to do it anyways i'm looking around it's like this whole trail system and it was closed for maintenance or something like that which was kind of weird because there wasn't like a lot of construction or whatever going on these trails so me and my brother just went past the sign, started heading towards the water where I could get on and finding a nice place where I could bring my board because a lot of it was just kind of like a drop off and then the water. So we had to make sure we could get down to the water safely and then I could launch off from there and get on my board instead of just like diving in. Because <laughs> I have like a whole bunch of gear on my board too, like a couple bags. And I had to bring my air pump as well just because I didn't want my brother to take anything that I need to pack. Like I need that air pump to deflate at the very end so i need to bring everything with me to the end i couldn't let him stay because i didn't want to ruin his day by just like waiting on me the whole entire time but anyways we find a nice spot we uh, blow up my board and get everything packed i put on sunscreen all that other stuff get my sunglasses on and i'm on the water and the water's like pretty fast at this point i'm like this uh this could go kind of bad and i'm getting kind of worried and like the first five minutes of being on the water i reached like this shallow area of just rocks i'm like oh this is totally a terrible idea and on the bottom of my paddle board i have these like fins just to help steering and yeah basically just to help steering it i have one the very back fins gigantic and then i have two little side fins so i'm going over these rocks and i start getting caught so I'm like, okay, I can't stand up now. I got to stay on my knees just because I'm going to fly off this board. But anyways, I'm going and I keep on getting stuck. So I'm like, well, I hopefully this is not like the whole trip. So I just hop off my board real quick and just kind of lift it up, lift up the back end, and just kind of walk it through the rocks until it gets a little more deeper. So it wasn't too, too bad. It was like just a couple I got stuck on and I could move around too just by like throwing the paddle in and just throw me aside and just kind of skip over them. Anyways, I get through that, and then my first encounter was this fisherman. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to ruin his day because I'm just going to go right by where he's fishing. Anyways, he's fishing on the left side of the river there, so I thought it'd be nice to just go on the right side right behind him. And I'm going, and I realize it's shallow there too, so I start getting stuck again, hop off, start walking, and then I get like kind of like parallel with him. And he's like, hey, man, you could have went on this side. Like, he kind of, like, got angry at me in a way, just with his expression, waving his hands in the air. It's like, okay, I didn't want to ruin your day, first of all. That's why I didn't go on the side you were fishing on. And the balls that this guy has to say to me is, he's like, you could have went on the other side. Bro, that would have been nice to know way before I was, like, in deep on the right side already. Ah, that guy just kind of, like, put a tamper on my day, but... Anyways, I was like, haha, funny, funny. I haven't been here before, blah, blah, blah. Peace out. After that, I was gone. I was out of his hair. didn't want to see him ever again, to be honest with you. So I started to notice really, really fast that the, the river's kind of moving pretty quick in some spots. 
and a lot of like sort of white caps and all that stuff too so i was like i don't even know if i'll be able to stand up on my board the whole entire way so i was kind of worried in that aspect i'm like a good like 30 minutes in had a couple more of those shallow spots you know like kind of walk through or just twist and turn your way through a really good thing about um on this trip is that i brought my sunglasses because they have like that polarizing effect on them where you can kind of it kind of gets rid of the reflections in the water and it's like a million times easier easier to see in the water so you can really see where the rocks are and how to maneuver through them so that that was a big thing that i really needed to use so sometimes i just take them off just because i didn't want anything like on my nose and all that stuff just kind of gives me a headache in a way too so i just set them on set on my hat but once i start seeing like those uh uh, like the rapids sort of thing like where water's moving pretty fast so you know it's kind of shallow there i throw them back on and kind of it's way easier to maneuver when i have those things on i was wondering when this uh next checkpoint was because i i had a map on my phone and this was like a kind of a bigger part to get to access point six and i was like man this is this is something else so before i even get there i find like a nice little spot where I could stop and just park over. It's just a nice little like sand area. So I just park over there, bring, pull my board up on shore and I kind of just take some pictures there. And then uh, I open my bag, get a little something to eat and get my water bottle out and all that stuff. And I look at my phone and my brother's like, Oh, so how was the trip? Thinking like I was already done it. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he texted me so like early because it's only been like, I would say two hours or so. But anyways, it's kind of funny. So you're probably asking yourself, uh, Corey, um, what do you bring to like a river going down a river? Like, what type of food do you bring with you? And my answer to that is uh, little bites, the birthday cake flavor, whatever. Those are pretty good. Probably like a granola bar and like little fruit snacks too, and like two water bottles. Yeah. Uh, Realizing that now and how much food I had that at the time, I should have brought a little bit more, but I definitely had the bare minimum for this adventure and I did not know what this whole adventure was going to be. And I just kind of underestimated the time and all that stuff. But anyways, we're two hours in, it's 12 o'clock and my brother always thinks, my brother already thinks I'm done the trip. And I haven't got to the next access point. And I still got like four more to go. So anyways, I'm paddling. And the river starts like going in a tease at the at some points. So I'm like, I really hope I'm going the right way because I I need to follow I got I need to get to my car at the end of the day. So but most parts I think they just kinda like just split off and then joined at the same part again. But it was pretty scary just kind of guessing your guessing your way around especially you're the only one there but it worked pretty well and i think i picked the easier ways too which helped there wasn't like a lot of people on this river either i saw one the fisherman and i saw a couple canoeing but like they pulled over like right away as i saw them and then they were like I like their own little property too. I, I have no idea what they were doing, but I zoomed right past them after they parked over. And I'm just paddling all the way. I finally stand up because the water's like a lot calmer and a lot deeper and stuff. So I was taking it all in. It's kind of surreal just being there because 
the reflection on the water and the sky at the time. It wasn't too sunny. I'd, I would say it was like pretty partially cloudy too. So I wasn't burning at all. I just, there was a nice little wind. And speaking about the wind, the wind was coming my way. So I was like going slow. Like I had to go against the wind the whole entire time. But just having like this whole mirror effect in front of you, just the reflection of the water and then this, just the sky in front of you is just so surreal. It's hard. Makes you feel like you're tripping balls or something. I don't know. So I finally reach access point six. And I never thought I'd reach it. I was like starting to doubt myself or if they have signs up for the access points because I didn't really do a lot of research on what the access points looked like. I just knew kind of where they were in the spacing. So I finally reached there at like 240. And I was like, okay, finally, I know where I am and I'm going the right way. So I was starting to get a little bit more confident there. This part was after access point six, it was there was like not a lot of shallow parts. I had to go over rocks or anything like that. Just It was just a nice little, this is what I thought the whole river was going to be, right? Just this relaxing, no worries about uh, getting stuck on the rocks and all that stuff. It was very nice and seeing lots of herons on the way too, just perched on the some of the branches and all that stuff on the side of the water. They're pretty big things for sure, but it was just funny because I'd be like following them up the river because they would just move up to a different branch to another one that's up the river. So I kept on like following the same one all the way up. But yeah, it was like very interesting and seeing like all these fish in the water too. Uh, you like see like a little bit of minnows, but once in a while I see like this gigantic fish underneath me. It's like, holy crap, there's some pretty big fish in here. And I also saw one like way later. It was like splashing into the water. The thing was like pretty thick. Like it was huge. Like it was pretty far away from me. And I would say like it was like, a good size medium dog for sure that's how big that fish was as i'm going i i reach a couple more bridges there because the access point six was another bridge and that's the one i was going to go to with the construction and all that stuff on it but anyways i reach like this red bridge and i'm like ah finally another access point uh but access point six like the one i passed before had like a like a made sign where it said access point six and approximately how long it would take to get the next one and it said two and a half hours I feel like it was like two and a half hours already. And I was like, okay, here's the bridge. This is where people would go on, right? But that that bridge didn't have any signs. So I was like, okay, it's kind of weird, but this trip's not going to take too long after that. I can't believe they said this thing was going to be a two-day trip. So yeah, I get to that uh, bridge at uh, 440. Yeah, I get to the bridge at 440. I keep on going and I finally reach another bridge at 550 with the sign saying, access point seven and i was like oh boy this is uh gonna be a little bit longer than i thought or intended i guess and i thought was gonna happen after access point seven things kind of started going downhill for sure after access point seven there was a lot more shallow parts and like really shallow where i couldn't even maneuver through the rocks i had to lift my board up and get through all these rocks because it was it was impossible. So I don't have any like water shoes on or anything. I'm just barefoot going over these rocks. And uh, things that freak me out are those stupid crawfish. They just fly around and they're, they're gigantic out, out in the river. They're huge. So I didn't want them pinching my feet at all. So I just had to get going really fast. They freak me out. So I'm going and I reach kind of like this really narrow pathway. And I see a couple 
of like trailers trailers and stuff and people just camping out there and all of a sudden like there's this whole motorboat coming down the, down the river and i'm just thinking there's no way there's a motorboat coming down because there's so many shallow parts in this river like you can't really go anywhere so anyways yep it's a motorboat coming by and they kind of slow down they see me so i'm just standing up and once you get close enough i say hey how's it going and they kind of just stare at me and don't say anything to me it's just okay weird so a lot of like this area i was in there's just felt like a lot of rude people i guess like not friendly people there so it's just something you you learn something new i guess so i left my sunglasses on my hat this time or whatever and i went to go readjust my hat and i completely forgot i had my glasses up there and i flick off my hat just to like fling it around i guess or i was turning it around or something like that and i hear a big plop in the in the water behind me i turn around my glasses are just like sinking to the bottom and i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe i just did that luckily they weren't like too expensive glasses but i had them for quite a while so i wasn't too sad that they were gone but um i realized how important those sunglasses were after i lost them especially getting through all like the rocks and stuff i didn't understand how helpful seeing those rocks would be so anyways i reached access point eight at 6 40 and as i'm going on that path this is yeah i hated my life at this time i hated it so much um there was like nice it was nice and deep where i was and all of a sudden there's this huge rock and i see it just as it's like underneath my board and i know that back fin's gonna hit so I'm just on my knees right now, and I hit it, and it was just such a surprise. It threw me off guard, and I f- fell off my board. I I had a life jacket on or anything. I wasn't too worried about drowning or anything like that. But I fly off my board, and I'm soaking wet now. I hop back on, and I'm, like, hating everything right now. My hat flies off, and I'm totally just going to forget about my hat because I didn't I didn't feel it fall off. So I just quickly turned around, and I saw it floating in the water. I'm like, oh. I should probably grab that so I use my paddle and I kind of pick it up with the paddle and bring it to me and I say okay I guess I saved something on this trip but anyways it's just pure shallow places here it's so bad it's like oh it was like almost like a kilometer of just like shallow where I just had to walk over my feet are killing me at this point because I've been standing on my board for like how long eight hours now and my knees are killing me because when you go over those shallow parts, you're like rocking on the board and it's just like scraping your knees up too. It's like, oh my God, it was so bad. I hate it so much. So I just ended up getting so sick of it that I just hopped off my board, grabbed the back of it and ripped off the back fin, like the big fin. Cause I thought I could leave those two little fins on just so I have some control, but I wouldn't get as stuck as often. Cause this one's like way bigger than the side ones. So I rip it off, I attach to my board so I don't lose it. And I'm just so sick of it. I just want to go home. And I I already drank like I only have like a little bit of water left too. So I'm still going. Still got two more access points to go through. Oh no, just one access point, right? Because I'm already going through area to the eighth point. So I'm just it's it's the bottom. It's the final stretch basically. And I finally get through all that shallow part and I start wondering to myself. For how long I've been like on the water, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen like any more animals like just on the side of the banks and all that stuff. 
yeah, I, I guess I saw like the fish and the heron and uh, cool like other little birds that were just like fishing in the water too. I'm surprised I haven't seen like any like raccoons or any bigger animals just like on the side, like a cat or something just drinking water or a beaver because I saw a lot of dams too out in the water. So as I'm just like in this graceful place where it's just so calm and it's just like it felt like I was somewhere else in the world. That's where I was. Did not seem like country. It just felt like I was in South Africa or something. But um, right when I was thinking about those animals, I see a pack of like a family of raccoons just on the side getting water, just going up and down the bank. It was kind of cute. It was like three tiny raccoons and one big one. It was, was kind of cute. And then I saw another family of raccoons as well. And yeah, it was kind of nice to see them. But yeah, and then a little bit further on after that, I was like 100% sure I was done all the shallow parts. Like I already had the rough, rough of roughest areas I already went through. I'm so glad it was already done because I this was really just like a test of life for me, <laughs> just going solo on this thing and didn't know how long it would really take and if it was a mistake and uh, just everything was getting tested that day. So I'm paddling a little bit more, and then I see a beaver, actually, just, like, just getting up on the bank. And this thing was, like, huge. It was, like, a, I don't know how to describe the size, but anyway, it was gigantic. It was pretty big. All right. I, I don't really know what animal to describe it to other than, like, a pig or, like, a middle-sized dog, but pretty chunky little guy, or big guy, I should say. And he finally sees me, so he starts heading back in the water. And I was hoping he would like stay on the left side because he was over on that bank and just chill over there. But because I didn't want him to cross over the water because I, I would just stay on the right side. He was on the left. I w wouldn't want to bother him because I didn't want to mess with those teeth because those things like take down trees and shit, right? Hops in the water I, and he's totally going to the other side. So I stopped paddling or anything. I just let the water kind of push me through and this guy just kind of like swims up and kind of like, goes back down like in the water right away but as he's doing that he slaps his tail so hard it's so loud and i start like i start thinking he's like coming straight towards me now he's he wants to end my life he's gonna hop on my board and take my leg off or something so i start panicking a little bit and i don't know if i should go faster or just let him if he's just going to because i did see his dam on the other on the other side of the water so I was like, hopefully he's just going, going faster through the water because he wasn't going as fast when he was, just had his head up. So I'm panicking a little bit. I'm like, please, please don't. Because I don't have my glasses anymore. I can't see if he's like right underneath me. So I'm just going. I'm just, please, just please, just leave me alone. So I feel like he left me alone and I went past him. and I felt I was a good distance away from him. So I felt kind of safe again. So as I was going a little bit further... I start seeing a whole bunch of trailers on the side and where I parked my car, there was like a trailer park there sort of thing. So I was like, Oh, I think I'm like really, really close. And, um, Oh yeah. Slightly before that, I did see this couple of houses too. And, uh, people like walking on a trail. And then I saw also the water tower for the town that I was going to Paisley. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely not too far off, but it was getting kind of late at the time. I was wondering if I was going to, it was going to get too dark. I did not want to stay on the water if it got too dark at all. 
anyways i felt a little bit more confidence or whatever so i reached this trailer park anyways and there's like this bunch of drunk trailer people and one guy has like this canister this silver canister with like a almost like a fire extinguisher arm sort of thing and i'm just look, I'm not really looking at them i don't want to talk to him and there was there's like this girl on the side she's like yo watch this mr paddler or whatever and she points to this guy with the metal canister, and all of a sudden he starts spraying water at me, like seeing just like compressed water just starts shooting it at me. It wasn't hitting me, but it, I, he probably could have actually. Now that I think of it, but um, he starts spraying water, and they're like, "Yeah, look at that, it's so cool, right?" I'm like, "Haha, yeah, very funny." I'm like dying on the water. They don't know what I've been through. I just want to go home. And the girl's like, "Yeah, now you know not to come back here ever again." In a joking way, I I feel like they're pretty drunk, so I I didn't take any like any per like I didn't take it personally. But anyways, I start seeing some familiar things in that trailer park, and I see the bridge that I kind of like parked beside too, and I'm like, I made it, I made it back. I see my car, and that's like eight oh five. It's pretty like the sun's not really out. It's like sun setting at this point. And I see my car, I'm like, yes, finally, I know I can make it back now. And I start paddling just kind of fast, and I see where I'm supposed to, like, uh, I see, like, the access point, and I kind of, I, there's just a guy fishing on or something. So I said, screw it, I don't want to go all the way over there. I just see my car, and I park near, like, the water, too. So I just saw, like, I kind of climb up the hill. It was kind of like a drop off, but I could definitely just climb up the hill, just grab my board and bring it up. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to get off my board here, step on this rock, and just grab my board from the side and just pull it up the hill and just straight to my car. So that's what I did. And I was just like, I was so tired at that point. It made me really think how many times I like paddled because 10 hours on the water is just like so crazy. Think about now and in the moment, it was just like, hmm. Yeah, I did that. And I was constantly paddling like all the time. I really wonder how many paddles I actually did. I wonder if there's like a way to measure that. That'd be kind of cool to look back at. Right. Anyways, I see my car and I'm like checking my phone and I see all like these notifications because I wasn't really checking my phone at the time because I, I needed to keep some battery for sure on my phone just in case something really bad happens and I need to get picked up. So I see all these notifications. I... <laughs> So you always people say, oh, hey, uh, you're alive and just making sure if you made it back to your car and stuff. So I started texting them all back. So, yep, I made it back. <laughs> like, wow, that's a pretty long time in the water. I'm like, yep, that's pretty crazy, right? So it just felt like I was just in time. And as I'm deflating my board and all that stuff, it's starting to get like really dark out too. So everything I get packed in and it's pitch black at this point And I got to take it a whole hour back back home because i gotta drive back and yeah there was like a whole test of life that whole trip and i'm I'm pretty proud of myself and definitely showed that website that said it was a two-day trip and i did in one day which made me feel pretty good actually so after doing that and going through all those rocks and my feet were all beat up and my knees were all scraped up i'm like it's september now and i think it might be time to retire the board and I think that's a good trip to end off on for sure. And definitely the craziest thing I've ever done. 100%. You might be thinking, Corey, would you go back on that river? I'd be like, 
Yes, but definitely not with a paddleboard, 100%, because those fins really fuck things up. It just makes it terrible for you, and you just have a bad time. It kind of ruins your day. That's what it does, those little fins on the back. So if you have like a kayak or a canoe where there's nothing like that, and you kind of go over the rocks with the bottom of the canoe or kayak, because these, these uh, fins are like almost like hooks, and these hook underneath the rocks and all that. So I got kind of like a big beef with them now. And you really learn that paddle boards aren't really supposed to go in rivers either. So, so if yeah, if you're asking me if I'd go back, not with the paddle board, but I'd definitely go back with like a canoe or a kayak for sure. And definitely would, wouldn't really go alone. But if you do your research and you kind of believe in yourself, I think it's you can do it. But definitely I wouldn't start and walk a go to Paisley and go that long without start like, maybe at seven and go to nine at the most that's like a good five hours or four and a half hours for sure a nice little nice little ride nothing too big but yeah the whole trip was like 40 kilometers and the longest 40 kilometers of my life for sure because the the way i was looking at it and <laughs> it's kind of a dumb way to look at it but i'd go on bike rides and just go on this trail and it'd be like 10 kilometers there and then i'd have the bike back and it'd be 20 so I was kind of judging off that time. And I'd be done in an hour. So it'd be 30 minutes both ways. 30 minutes for 10 kilometers, you know. So I was kind of judging the time and how fast I am with that. But I'm like, that's a bike. And now I'm on a board where you don't really go as fast as a bike, you know. But I still had that in mind and all that. So I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but no regrets for sure. But yeah, that was like a really big thing for me. And I'm totally glad I did it. And yeah. I think I'll leave it at that for this episode. I'll see you two weeks from now, Monday. Make sure to follow the Instagram at freaking ridiculous podcasts with underscores underneath those. And yeah, see you later, guys. Peace. That's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Hey, uh, you sticked around after the outro. Good for you. Um, I thought I'd just put it here because I know I've been talking about them in the past couple of episodes. But for people who really care about it, uh, this is for the Donda review since it came out. And, and also Drake's album as well, uh, Certified Lover Boy. Uh, for Donda, love it. 10 out of 10 album. Still listen to it now. Love some of the songs. My favorite songs probably come to life and. um What's another one? I like Hurricane and Off the Grid. Those are like my top three, I would say. Love them so much. I, I love a lot of the album for sure. Except uh, Jesus Lord, that's a really long song. and I, It's kind of skippable because I don't really like how <laughs> it kind of goes. And then just like a phone call at the very end. It's kind of a waste. Wish there was some cover art instead of just like the black, the black blank cover cover art. But to get me started on, on Certified Lover Boy. What is that cover art? Just a bunch of pregnant emojis? Come on, Drake. You can do way better than that. Don does way better than CLB. 100%. I like three songs on Certified Lover Boy, which is like Fair Trade, Way Too Sexy, which is kind of just like a meme, why I like it. And uh, the one with Kid Cudi, I forget, I forget what it's called. But I think Drake, Drake's album was very disappointing and Kanye's was very needed for me. 100%. So thanks for staying to the end, and that's my Donda and CLB.
Donda, 10 out of 10. CLB, 3 out of 10. All right. Thank you. Peace.